Yar yar, welcome to uh, Racer's Alley here, uh, heart of the mission, and uh, boy, it's been a long time since I've actually uh, did my job here, so to speak. Uh, again, it's uh, going to be 6 o'clock here in a second, and officially uh, Racer's Alley is going to be on the air. Uh, currently, it's kind of funny because I haven't been here in quite some time. I hope we're recording because what I was used to on the computer, which I'm very bad at, uh, doesn't seem to be there anymore. So um, I'll have to talk to Pam about that. So anyhow, uh, I'm here at Mutiny Radio. Uh, this is Racer's Alley. We've been gone for quite some time uh, for various reasons. You know, uh, it's been the COVID and uh, since, uh, you know, uh, been a while, like I think uh, our last show must have been March or April. But uh, since then, I've been working on uh, trying to get everything together. And uh, I think officially we're going to be uh, on the air. Anyhow, um, welcome to Racers Alley here at Mutiny Radio. Uh, I'm the producer, Alex Torres Mori. It's been quite a while since I've been here. Uh, our wrecking crew, uh, Milk Crate Brian and uh, Wade Boyd of Subculture Racing, uh, aren't here today. Uh, I wanted to actually. Uh, I guess uh, stop saying us so much and learn how to actually talk on the radio again. Uh, it's interesting uh, 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 to, I guess, uh, get used to things, learn how to breathe, think ahead, and uh, learn how to talk again. So anyhow, welcome to Racers Alley Mutiny Radio. I am actually going to throw some music on if I can remember how to do that and uh, figure out what the hell I'm doing here with the uh, recording, so to speak. And I'll slap myself in the face if I say, uh one more time. All right. Cheers. Welcome to Racers Alley. Bill Crate Brian and Subculture Racing Wade Boyd are not here today. It's the first time I've been in in quite some time, and I'm trying to learn how to sail this ship, so to speak, again. Uh, things have changed here in a certain way, and uh, I'm, uh, I don't actually don't even know if you're listening. So uh, <laughs> I just slapped myself, see? Anyhow, I will talk to you soon. Let's put on some music, and let me figure out how the hell to run this show again, and uh, See if we can get some music. Yeah, cheers. Racers Alley. I think I just figured out how to turn the uh, record player back on, so to speak. So uh, we're going to be listening to an old album here, Erg, uh, A Music War. Basically a compilation of stuff. Since uh, Milk Great Brian isn't here today, I guess I'm down with running the tunes and figuring out how to uh, run the station again. So anyhow, uh, give me one more second. Welcome back to Racers Alley at Mutiny Radio. I'm going to throw on some music while I figure out how to run the studio again. Uh, we're going to go over... Uh, 
well, race schedules uh, for, from, for uh, AFM, uh, the California Road Race Association. We're going to go over some fun track days, uh, what's left of the year as far as their uh, fun track days. And uh, we're also going to go over the uh, San Pedro Montiel Hill Climb as well as the Baja International Tourist Cup. I've been actually um, communicating with Pedro and... Uh, this is the reason I've come back on the air, really, is to uh, promote this race uh, going down uh, in Baja and uh, next month and uh, give a bunch of uh, the racers some information that's very important if you're going to be going across the border. So anyhow, welcome back to Racers Alley here at Meet Me Radio. I'm here in the heart of the mission. It's a beautiful day out, uh, kind of a little foggy overcast. Uh, it's been a long time since I've been here, so uh, bear with me while I get our show together, so to speak, and let me get my notes and maybe throw a taco down my uh, throat while I'm sitting here figuring everything out. So let's listen to some music, and I'll be back. Uh, give me a few minutes and uh, figure shit out. All right, cheers. <laughs> Thank you. 
are matey. Welcome back. Uh, we're here at Meetney Radio. Rachel's Alley is back on the air, and everything I just said earlier changes by the minute. Anyhow, tonight we have Wade Boyd here, Subculture Racing, and um, a special guest as well. I just, uh, sorry, what's up, Wade? Danny Lane. Oh, uh, Danny Lane, I'm sorry. Anyhow, um, I'm in the middle of just stuffing a really hot taco down my mouth, so I need to get something to drink. I'll be back on the air in a second. And, um, yeah, welcome back to Racers Alley at Beatney Radio.
Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to Racers Alley. Holy moly, uh, we're here at the uh, mission, in the heart of the mission here at Meany Radio. And uh, today we have uh, Danny Lane and uh, Wade Boyd here, Subculture Racing. And uh, say hi, fellas. Let's see if I still know how to work the mics. How do you do? Uh, testing one and two. You're there. Right on, right, right on. All right. So it's been a while. And uh, like I mentioned, uh, still trying to learn how to uh, use the... Uh, okay, that's three more us. Remember, i got to hit myself each time I say that. So, uh, still running the show, uh, running through the new, I guess, board. I don't know if we're recording, but Pam should always figure it out when we do it. <laughs> uh, we have uh, news about the San uh, Pedro Martir Hill Climb coming up soon, and also the Baja International Tourist Cup. I've been uh, communicating with Pedro down south and uh, got some information for the racers that will uh, help everything out, you know, make everything easier as, uh, as far as uh, what to, to, how to get there at the border, what not to do, what to do, uh, fuel requirements, tire requirements, and limitations. Because you're uh, leaving another country. We're actually going to another country, right? <laughs> so All there's right. a whole bunch of different rules going on. Yeah, so anyhow... Um, there are some things I went over with him, and hopefully uh, from here on until the uh, show, so to speak, uh, the races, so to speak, uh, in October, I'm going to have a show each week, uh, hopefully get some more guests in here, get the Wrecking Crew back. We got half of it here. Milk Crate Brian should be here next week to spin some tunes. And uh, from here, we're just going to You just start don't have the money to ride the Sunday, uh, the Sacramento Mile? Oh, we're going to go over that. You yeah. Said you don't have the money for that one? <laughs> but anyhow, uh, so right now I'm going to go over uh, certain certain things going on as far as uh, racing. we got track days going on with uh, fun track days. August Weber just gave me some information back and uh, uh, gave me, uh, I guess, the rest of the year schedule. And also I, I looked up track days uh, for Button Willow. Uh, as well, because I think Dustin is actually going to be racing here at AFM next week, so it'll be cool to actually um, go over the dates and what's happening less as, uh, the rest of the year as far as race uh, track days and uh, fun stuff like that. As far as uh, racing goes, like I said, um, we will go over the San Pedro Martir Hill Climb, and we will go over the Baja International Tourist Cup. Go over a few notes on both. Uh, i got to just get that together. And again, I just ate a, tahoe, a taco, so my mouth is actually literally on fire. But uh, welcome back to Racers Alley here at Mutiny Radio. We've been gone quite a long time, huh, Wade? I mean, it's a long it's, time. Yeah, been a few months. Uh, time hasn't over? been so far so good. Uh, we're going to go over a couple of races that Subculture went through uh, earlier this year. I believe uh, Laguna Seca was one of them. And yeah. I think I just saw recently a uh, dirt bike sidecar thing yes. going on. <laughs> sidecar Speedway. Sidecar Speedway. Ooh. So we'll go over that as well because uh, it looked really neat on the Facebook as far as the pictures yeah. went. And the, the, mile, the mile's happening this weekend. Which one? The mile. The miles the mile, this mile. Sunday, Sacramento miles. So I'm being, I'm gonna be at Lodi tomorrow night with all the Class C experts from my day. <laughs> okay, so my day, that's okay. not so good. Anyway, so uh, Danny, like, 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 like uh, Bostrom, and and uh, uh, geez, all all the Class C experts <laughs> are all gonna be out there seeing all the all the new guys. You know, like uh, Dave Bostrom, kids riding for. Ducati. Yeah, so okay, have, well, that'll be really cool, actually, to uh, promote that, which well, is I'm really, really neat. Well, I'm going on and, uh, tomorrow this... night at uh, 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 Lodi. Okay. Um, so our guest out there, uh, this is Danny uh, Lane. Uh, he's a local legend here. Uh, he used to uh, run with Cycle Salvage Boys and uh, you know, goes by the nickname Dal. 
Anyhow, uh, Danny's actually visiting from... No, no, my, man, I don't... I'm born and raised here. I went away I know, for 10 years. I know, but you're gone for 10 years. Yeah, so... I took a decade off of San Francisco. You didn't miss much. <laughs> so we'll go over uh, what's happening with the uh, the races soon. With Danny has a whole bunch of fun information as well. So uh, that being said, uh, let me come back shortly. Uh, I'm just going to get my notes together, and we'll decide how we want to run the show from here as far as um, the format what yeah let's uh, we'll, we'll decide what we want to talk about first i think um halfway through we'll uh, bring some san pedro Martir hill climb notes because i want the i want our listeners to be able to get that uh i kind of promoted that in the face of my book and uh it's important information all right so we'll be right back uh, get some music on and i really need to get something down my throat because this damn uh hot sauce is killing me you are all right so listen to some music here and we'll be back shortly <laughs> Last time you remember, Space Commander Wax, Storm Larry, and Gorm the Dead Martian Dog were escorting the beautiful Princess Lima Peru through the dangerous Troglodyte Swamp Galaxy of Spillow 7. Don't worry, Princess Lima Peru. The forces of evil are everywhere, and there's no telling what they'll try next. But lucky for you, I'm the finest swordsman in all of France. No, no, no. I'm the only one person in the entire universe brave enough, fearless enough to banish evil in all its forms. Galaxy are coming. They've never lost a battle, and there's a million of them, and just one of us. I'm you know, stupid Larry, I think the princess likes me. Uh, sir? Let's see. I don't know if we're talking about that. Yeah, that's not a footrest, sir. That's our dead martial dog. We might need him later. Yes, and I worship your princess. Put your feet on me, please. Now, my little lady, this is not about luck people. Oh, well, there's big villains in here. Right in here. To smithereens? Well, that's two galaxies away, according to the Rand McNally. They could surrender the princess? Ha! Face buddies, never let your friends down. Stand up for them, and they'll stand up for you. You true blue space buddies. sleep. This is mutinyradio.fm on the internet from San Francisco. And it's time to get on board 
the morning train. Sleepy head, put on some clothes, shake up your bed. Put another log on the fire for me. I made some breakfast and coffee. Look out my window, what do I see? A crack in the sky and a hand reaching down to me. All the nightmares came today. It looks as though they're here to stay. What are we coming to? No room for me, no fun for you. I think about a world to come where the books were found by the golden ones. Written in vain, written it all by a puzzle man who questioned what we were here. Yeah, yeah. Well, somehow I have the wrong music on, but uh, since we've been talking, I went over, weighed some notes uh, as far as what's going on here, and uh, go from there. So, let's see. First, I want to mention that, uh, well, AFM's uh, been good. Uh, I tried to go racing uh, a few months ago, and it quite didn't work out, but uh, hopefully, uh, you know, I'm going to try like hell to be there tomorrow. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, but we'll see. So as far as the race schedules go right now, uh, AFM's going to be at Thunder Hill uh, September 11th and 12th. Uh, that's uh, this coming weekend, so hopefully you guys can go out there. And I think the weather's going to be around uh, 90 uh, degrees or something, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, as far as uh, last time I went, it was 110 degrees, and I was really, really surprised. <laughs> I had a, a real big issue out there uh, as far as uh, overcoming that heat, but that's a different story. I got a little thrown off as far as uh, the show today, but uh, we'll kind of uh, roll through it here. Uh, also, AFM will be running on October 9th and 10th. Uh, again, that's going to be uh, uh, Thunder Hill, and then uh, the Final will be over at Baton Willow, and I think that's on October 30th or 31st. Uh, some of us might be in Mexico, actually, so we'll see what happens from that. Uh, as far as the uh, California Road Race Association, uh, I believe that might be uh, on the second or the third, uh, uh, at the second or third round, actually, I believe it might be, and that will be at Baton Willow on September, uh, September 18th and 19th. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be on the new track or not, because I saw, saw some notes here and there on that, but I never really uh, uh, got into actually what's happening with that, uh, like I said, I was gone for a while, so uh, we'll go from there. Uh, as far as the uh, final, I think uh, that's going to be at Buttonwill on October 16th and 17th for the C uh, California Road Race Association, October 16th and 17th. And uh, as far as track days go, um, We'd have to find out. Uh, I think on Fridays, they usually have a track day before the races. So uh, as I get uh, the show back up and running, and again, I'll get a little bit more facts and details as far as that goes. So RER. So that's uh, what's happening with the AFM and the uh, California Road Race Association here locally uh, as far as our racing goes. And thank all the tour workers out there. And always, always, uh, you know, uh, if you can, uh, give them a big thumbs up. Because without the turn workers, we would actually not have a race. So uh, very, very important. You know, like I said, I was there... Uh, 
on uh, the last AFM races. It didn't really work out too well for us, but at least we tried. Uh, I think I actually uh, did the least amount of laps. I broke my own record for uh, that, uh, going the slowest and the least amount. And of course, I got yelled at again, but uh, yeah, we'll try again, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll be able to do it this next uh, next time out. Uh, it's all about uh, developing the bike. Uh, that being said, uh, Wade Boyd and uh, Danny are in the house. Uh, talking about racing coming up, uh, boy, I, I want to say, uh, on the, I've been gone for a while, but I've seen Wade on the Facebook book, and uh, Wade, you ran a Laguna Seca with Arma, correct? Yeah. Uh, 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 Eric Lindauer was your uh, co-pilot. Yeah. You were a passenger. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep, sure was. And uh, so yeah, how was it? Uh, how was, how was oh, the weekend? It was, it was a great weekend. Um, it was sunny. bunch of vintage ones all the vintage ones are going so fast we got oh not washers they were looking really cool the armor was over at laguna seca and you said you had uh, 14 sidecars yeah so uh for our listeners out there sidecars are a type of a rig where you have two folks racing uh, you have a driver <laughs> and you have a passenger and it's a three-wheel rig correct yeah and, and the yeah. idea is uh the passenger is ballast to so you can go Sideways. Teams. Sideways. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about speed. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, uh, there were there were how many teams? What's that? How many teams did you have out there? Fourteen. Fourteen for Arma. So that's a pretty good turnout for yeah. a sidecar race, yeah? Yeah, there's a couple of vintage ones. And then there's Formula One, Formula Two, um, long and short, and anyhow, it was a whole full program. And we had j just put a brand new motor in in my sidecar because it was Kind of cooked the other one. Really? Uh, what, what what did you put in the... In the uh, you're talking uh, your purple sidecar. Yeah. It's an 06 Suzuki 1000. I put a brand new one in it. Well, a kind of a new used one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had it done up and I, I put it together and I didn't start it until we were there. And fired right up. Nice. Because, yeah, that's always a, yeah. a question. <laughs> yeah, it ran really good. I didn't have to do any adjustments to it once I got it going. No leaks? It, everything's it just purred. And, and and we got first place in our class both days. Really? Congratulations. Yeah. 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 Right on, right on. Uh, more more uh, trophies. <laughs> yeah, we had, had big battles. Um, the first day, uh, Kelly Bell took the Formula One. A long chassis. He beat me a little by a little bit. He had the uh, fast lap time of the day, and then uh, PSF was third. And then uh, Sunday was um, it was kind of hilarious. We all came out of the, the last corner. PSF actually got in the lead. And Kelly Bell was hot on his ass. He beat him to the line, and I'm coming from behind trying to get my way through. I didn't get by him till a couple of inches over the line. We're all in separate classes, and we're all got first place. But you know, we had to battle it out, and we put on a really good show. That's awesome. I mean, it's very rare for um, folks to actually see that type of race. And in Laguna Seca, uh, for our listeners here, Laguna Seca is a, a, a very uh, unique motorcycle world uh, world race course. Actually, uh, cars, motorcycles, and all that good stuff. And you know, it's a very challenging. Has a very uh, dramatic, I guess you could say, uh, elevation change. Yeah, the course <laughs> is world famous. It's, it's dropped like 40 feet and whatever, I don't know, in X amount of time. Yeah, really nice. 
And uh, I know you've been you've been racing there for for uh, many many years. And uh, as far as uh, the course and everyone out there, uh, how was it? Oh, it was great. Um, it, it was uh, foggy the first night. It was a little cold, and then and then after that, the fog would roll up and it roll back, roll up and roll back. <laughs> it was gorgeous. Uh, you guys camp out there, obviously. Yeah, we we camp in whatever we got. Um, we don't have a motorhome. Some people have motorhomes. Uh, we got, a, a, um, you know, stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, uh, that's awesome because uh, the, the American Historic Racing Motorcycle Association, <laughs> ARMA, they've been around forever, and it's, yeah. it's really, really cool. Um, they keep on uh, promoting uh, great races, especially yeah. with all types of uh, uh, vintage. And, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And they're kind of, they're East Coast, so they're, they, they've gone back East, and they've already done like three more races in the time that we blinked. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually have their uh, their schedule here. I mean, shoot, since June, they were in New Jersey. Uh, they were actually July where you were at was the Laguna Seca. But uh, since then, uh, they were over at uh, the Gingerman Raceway uh, over in uh, Black Hawk, wherever that is. And then uh, I guess they're going to be in Talladega in uh, Grand Prix in uh, I think they just did Talladega. In September? Okay, 11th and 12th. Yeah. No, so that would be this weekend, like AFM. Yeah, uh, well, I show that. Uh, my dates might be old or uh, inaccurate, actually. And then I guess they're going to end the year at uh, Barber Motorsports Park. Yeah. yeah, the problem with Barber is it needs to little, be a little, little closer to California. <laughs> That's over, on the other side of the world for us yeah, over here in, uh, in the it's USA. It's in Georgia. What's in like Georgia? <laughs> Nothing against the place or, or anything. They're all great. Sounds hot. But uh, <laughs> you need to fold them in half at the Mississippi or something. Get, get over here a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do come out three times a year. It's great and everything. But yeah, now they're gone. And we we got to fend on our own. Yeah, well, hopefully uh, we'll get more of them in. Uh, like I said, uh, next year will always yeah. be fun to go out. So and I'm taking a, a, another sport, and I'm going to play around doing this. I'm, so I'm going sidecars speedway. Oh, uh, uh Yes, I saw on the face of the book, Yar, which seems to be our kind of a way to communicate yeah. here on a, on a racer's alley. We have Suzuki 1000s or whatever kind of 1000 you want in a chassis. It's got a funny wheel pointed out at a funny angle. And we go around the course right hand. And um, actually, we ran. I ran first gear. I was, I was in second gear. What, what's with that? I, was, I would go really fast. And then you pitch it sideways, and it's like, uh, I could make it work and everything, but I, I, I go, can I get this in first gear? Does, can, is, is there a way you get gears? And, and there is, but you put it in gear. and The dollar and, uh, in. <laughs> so uh, uh, Auburn, we ran really good in first gear. We, we had power everywhere. We blast down a straightaway and pitch it into the corner and come out to the other side. Um, they said in uh, Ventura, I guess, is a bigger track. They run second gear. They're able to carry your speed. Yeah. 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 And you, there's no downshifting once you get going. There's no brakes, nothing. You got to you just, just kind of push it sideways and stuff. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, I, I believe we're talking about the sidecar speedway that I just uh, saw you and uh, Eric Lindauer. Yes. Uh, subculture yes. racing as well. Uh, running. So, folks out there, I was mentioning earlier Laguna Seca with Arma Racing. Um, this sidecar speedway is actually a, a dirt bike with the sidecar. No, it's a kind of a custom-made thingy, Bob. With mostly have a, almost everybody had a one thousand. 
and it's uh, primarily to be raced on the dirt? Yeah. Okay. On, uh, on a track. On Ooh. a track. Uh, yeah. Did you have a jump? No, this is a, a, a little short track. Gotcha. Okay, you are. All right, so that's that's a whole the, different ball game. Yeah, the bikes go to the right, and we go to the left, or other way around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah, the same track, and but uh, Ventura, I guess, is a bigger track. I guess uh, like a quarter mile. Okay. This is a, t- a tenth or eighth mile, whatever Oh, you are? Okay, like the Altamont one we went yeah. to a million years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Ah, interesting. Um, so I'm, I'm actually going to go do that um, again in like two weeks or so. We're going to go down to Bakersfield. Oh, nice. I don't know where or whatever, <laughs> but we're going to Bakersfield. I'm going to go to Lodi, and I'm going to meet the guy. He's flagging because he's in the turn workers, or he's part of the club. So anyhow, I'm going to schmooze with him and the other guys, and then... And, and, and figure it out. That's awesome. I mean, it's it's always great to number one uh, get into a new type of racing, but also we can now start promoting and uh, get get more folks out there. Yeah. Um, would you call this a fall sport like uh, motocross, or is it uh, all year type thing? Uh, no. When they shut down, whatever for the winter, I'm sure it shuts down. It's a, it's uh, pretty much a summer sport. Okay. So it's got to have a track. It's got to be groomed. The weather's got to be nice. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So so it's not about having a tacky wet track. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. You want it kind gotcha. of loose. You, uh, Auburn was great. Really nice. What do I know? It was <laughs> it was great. You know, it was flat, smooth, it peeled off, perfect. I was amazed. You, you, and that's the whole deal. You, you know what they say is pin it, pin it, pin it, pin it. Yeah, it's easy for you to say. So, uh, <laughs> so they watched the progression of somebody brand new. This other guy was green, and I go, I'm kind of okay. green too. I haven't done this either. And yeah, we went out. We we beat Mr. Green Jeans. He's greener than I am. <laughs> he came up and tried to go. Oh, how old are you? Wah, wah, wah. He, wah, he was trying to brag that he was the oldest guy out there. <laughs> yeah, he's sixty years old. Oh but, no, home, youngster. Well, you won that war then. <laughs> you are right on, right yeah. on. Well, uh, so. Um, you're saying you'll be back out in two weeks? Yeah. Okay, good, because we'll, we'll have another uh, follow-up on there and get more information on that. It sounds like a lot a lot of fun, and uh, maybe we can get some more pictures and uh, put them out on our uh, Races Alley or Subculture Racing uh, Facebook pages. Yeah. You know, let, let you all know. You know, it's pretty pretty, pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> you are. Okay, so let's see here. Let me take a break, and then we'll be back with uh, Danny and uh, really get some interesting information, what's happening with uh, as far as uh, speedway racing that's going on uh, very, very soon. And uh, very, very cool. So uh, we'll be back shortly. I'm going to see if I can actually turn the music on correctly this time. And uh, we'll go from there. Yar. All right. So um, bear with me. <laughs> All right. So welcome back to Races Alley here at Mutiny Radio. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, it's been a long time since I even actually spoke this much at one point. Uh, so I'm uh, kind of tongue-tied and learning how to speak on a radio again so welcome back to mutiny radio here at racers alley and uh here in the heart of the mission i also want to thank uh pam benjamin uh for uh hosting us as always and uh, saving our slot and uh, i know she has a bunch of shows going on right now uh all over the city outdoor shows in front of uh, uh cafes or restaurants that type of thing due to our covid situation here in the san francisco so uh i would like to get uh, her schedule that way i can start promoting her 
her shows because she's been plugging away at it uh, for the past uh, year at least uh, with uh, the pandemic going on and uh, promoting outdoor shows. And I think she's even uh, actually, uh, 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 I guess, participating in shows in Oakland in the East Bay. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, let me figure out if I can turn this music back on. We'll be back shortly. Racer's Alley here at Meetney Radio in the heart of the mission. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. All right. I just figured that one out. So welcome back to our music.
Okay, so anyhow, uh, we're going to cut the uh, show a little bit uh, short today, so we'll, we'll be ending in about uh, uh, half an hour or so. So let me get through some uh, bulletins here and uh, go over a few things. Uh, that way uh, we can actually uh, also get a couple of a uh, little bit in more interviews here. So, okay, so the San, pa San Pedro Matir Hill Climb. I've been talking to uh, Pedro uh, on this. Uh, as far as the... San Pedro Martir Hill Climb and the Baja International Tourist Cup, there's some things you kind of want to know if, if you're going to be racing down south. Uh, as far as paperwork, human paperwork, at the border you want to have to, you, you'll have to fill out a FM tourist form. I do not know what exactly that is. And uh, pay for the tourist card. That's about $28. Uh, so as far as at the border, when you go to the San Pedro Martir Hill Climb or the Baja International Tourist Cup uh, coming up here in October, you're going to want to, like I said, uh, you'll have to fill out a FM tourist form, from what Pedro says, and pay for your tourist card, which is $28. Uh, American uh, and you really if you want to you know come back and 
all that good stuff. You want to have a passport or a legal resident card or visa. They do not accept MasterCard, so uh, have a visa. So a passport, a legal resident card as well if you want to come back from uh, the Baja International Tourist Cup or the San Pedro Montero Hill Climb from Mexico to the United States of America. Okay, so uh, fill out the FM tourist form and pay for your tourist card, which is 28 bucks, and have a passport or legal resident card or visa uh, coming in back into the United States of America. Okay, so as far as uh, truck requirements at the border, uh, if my 1999 Toyota pickup truck makes it, it would be a miracle. But uh, as far as my mechanic goes, we've spent a lot on there, so it should do it. It just passed 200,000 miles, too, so yar, yar. It's got a little bit of a, you know, left in it. So as far as the truck requirements at the border, uh, all the vehicles, including rigs, trailers, race bikes, and cars, have to show current registration from country of origin. Okay? Again, for the San Pedro Montana Hill Climb, Baja, and Baja International Tourist Cup going on next month. Uh, all vehicles, including rigs, trailers, race bikes, and cars, have to show current registration from country of origin. Important. Yeah. So that, that you know, uh, be, be, be wary of that. As far as, um, uh, I guess, uh, now, what's the stuff in your truck? I think uh, we'll probably get a little more detailed on that. I'll, I'll talk to Pedro. But as far as uh, I asked... Uh, spare fuel cans, because uh, we are going to another country. What is gas like? I, th I think Wade probably knows uh, from going to Baja a million years ago. But uh, as far as uh, spare fuel cans, uh, there will be no importation of gas allowed, race or lower octane. Methanol is strictly forbidden. Oh, yar uh, yar. So anyhow, so you can't take uh, gas. So as far as uh, going to the San Pedro Monteta Hill Climb, or the Baja International Tourist Cup, spare fuel cans, no importation of gas allowed, race or lower octane, methanol is strictly forbidden. Okay, next point on the spare fuel cans. All attached fuel tanks on vehicles can be full uh, and brought. Uh, up, up, let me read that again. All attached fuel tanks on vehicles can be full and brought in. Uh, I put a note here, Pedro, I don't know what that means. Does that mean, like, uh, if you have a race vehicle, you have two gas tanks that have a, a you know a, an extra tank, uh, that type of thing. I don't think it means a jerry can on the back of a, a truck, uh, you know, mounted. You know, so it's a, that, that's what I got from that. Uh, I, I'll get a little bit more detailed on that with you and figure out yeah, you know so as far as gas cans cannot be full or they the, well for sure no importation of gas yeah, allowed. So but as far as your truck, I'm thinking if you have like two gas tanks on the truck. You can have them full. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's okay because that's already allotted in your vehicle. Yeah, so that's but what I'm thinking on that. Once you carry any extra. Yeah, so that that's that's yeah. what I'm thinking. No high grade oh. on the low grade. I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna talk to Pedro. This is the first time. Uh, one of the reasons I'm bringing the show back on again is uh, something to talk about, and also, you know, very, very much so promote uh, this San Pedro Montana Hill Climb and the Baja International Tourist Cup. Uh, Pedro and I have been going over this for about three years now. Anyhow. Um, as far as, uh, again, spare fuel cans, uh, no dump cans, jerry cans, or drums full of fuel allowed. So I assume that means you can take them over the border. You just got to fill them over there. Correct. So as far as, uh, that, as, far as uh, the rules on that one. So again, spare fuel cans, really quickly here, no importation of gas allowed, race or lower octane, 
methanol strictly forbidden and uh, all attached fuel tanks and vehicles can be full and brought in and uh, like I said I'll, I'll get a little more clarification on that one and no dump cans jerry cans or drums full of fuel allowed uh, over the border getting into Mexico for the San Pedro Bateo Hill Climb and the Baja International Tourist Cup yar yar okay so as far as motorcycle tech um, I was just kind of going over it and I was surprised so uh, Read the rules, all of you, because I saw that a tail light, light is needed. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to throw my race bike on there. So you got to have kind of a, some, some street safety on there because it will be kind of on public roads. So It's uh, on all the time. Uh, well, the tail light needed, meaning I think it would be functioning like on rally cars. When you stop, you would see the tail light go on. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Brake light. Yeah, brake light. Uh, yeah, okay. Again, uh, this is the first show we're having uh, regarding the San Pedro Montero Hill Climb and the Baja International Tourist Cup. So, uh, when I'm reading these out, what's great is all you racers out there that are listening, uh, if you have any questions, PM me so we can, we can get down to the nitty gritty before the races go. Because last thing you want to do is uh, head there and just uh, be wrong and, you know, yeah, you know have to turn around or something, you know, that type of thing. So, anyway, so uh, read the rules. Like I said, I saw a tail light needed on the bikes uh, that you will be racing. Uh, and uh, I have a note here, no using boot polish on the sides of your tires. Yeah, so uh, no using boot polish. What's that? Yeah. It's a joke. Haven't you ever seen that guy, the world's fastest Indian? Yeah, that's it. Anyhow, so um, I wish I had a little want-want thing here. Anyhow, uh, also on motorcycle tech, uh, registration could be different than the user, but current. Because my current race bike is not in my name. <laughs> so if you go over the border, you want to, you know, does, does all the names have to match? As long as you're uh, current, as far as all the registration and the paperwork matches, you should be fine. But if someone sponsors you a bike, uh, it can be in their name, as long as everything's proper. Because uh, that was a thing for me as well, because, you know... Again, you don't want to go to the border and say, hey, where'd you get this bike? Had it sponsored, and you can't come here in eight years. So it's good to know. You are. So uh, that's that on the, uh, uh, as far as, uh, you know, a little bit of requirements here for the uh, Hill Climb and the Baja International Tourist Cup as far as getting across the border. Yara, yara. So that's very, very important as far as the San Pedro Mountain Hill Climb and the Baja International Tourist Cup. All right. What so I, let uh, me uh, get over. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Oil wait. containment? Anything about oil containment? That would be in the rule book that I have yet to read. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'll find I, it somewhere. Yeah, it's uh, actually, uh, Pedro just sent me the updated um, uh, Baja International Tourist Cup and the San Pedro Matilda Hill Climb um, roster and the updated entry forms and rules. I just have yet to uh, print them out at work. That way I can look them all over. So I'll have all that stuff updated next week for you all. Uh, if you have not entered, please do so, uh, so he can have an accurate uh, uh, number and uh, get everything together. Because it's very important. It's very, very hard to organize an off-road race in the middle of nowhere. And uh, oh. it's, <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's like, uh, yeah, he has to close down roads. Uh, for, uh, part of it, uh, uh, yeah, I believe both of them, the uh, yeah. San Pedro Martin Hill Climb and the... Uh, 
and the uh, uh, Baja International Tourist Cup are taking place on actual roads. So he has to hire, uh, uh, as far as medical teams, uh, police, uh, people out there to uh, turn workers, uh, God bless you all turn workers, and uh, as, as well as, you know, clean everything. It, it's a huge endeavor, actually. Yeah. Uh, Pedro, you're, you're, that's awesome that you're doing it, actually. Uh, so that being said, uh, let's talk about something. Let me uh, shut up for a second. Uh, Boy, so anyways, Wade showed up with Danny Lane, and these boys are actually, uh, well, they've always, as far as I've known, been, uh, what do you call it, flat track racing? Yep, yeah. yep. Yep, you guys are Speedway boys. No, so, we just uh, like going back in the corner, that's all. That's a different type. Speedway is not flat tracking. Yes, yeah, so flat see? tracking is you go in way past your limit, and you just slide it in, and you... Back and in, and you drive straight on out. See, I, I did not know this. So, so what's no, the difference? The, the exp expression of Sacramento Mile is: How do you ride this track? You go down the straightaway, into the turn, go down the next straightaway, hit another left, and keep doing it for 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> 20 times. There you go. Real simple. <laughs> you know. So, uh, boys, uh, come on in. Tell, tell, tell me exactly what's going on. Uh, you said uh, Lodi, and uh, uh, Danny, uh, uh, like you said, you just came back, and you've been hanging out with some rather spectacular names, Oh, oh and well, uh, now well, you're coming I, I, I'm hooked up with, um, like, trying to hook up with my past. I went away for 10 up in Montana, and now I'm back, and my first thing was, I went right to Wade and said, Wade, you gotta have a bike, <laughs> and uh, he says, "I think I might have a lonely one somewhere." <laughs> well, I know Wade has a ton of bikes sitting around. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Picking one out for what type of racing you're doing. Oh, it came right off the track, so I know it's okay. <laughs> so, Danny's, what's what's happening with Lodi? Um, tomorrow night, a lot of the hot shoes, uh, like the classy experts and stuff, like Dave Bostrom, uh, who I hooked up with today, um. um they're all they're all gonna be there, and supposedly my dad's supposed to even be there. He's a Lodi high point high point champion. They used to call him Elmer Gantry. <laughs> that was he. He rose he rose leathers with a preacher outfit, and like he was always high point trophy. And when the motor didn't run, and I could tell you another one. I could tell you a bunch of stories, but the motor didn't run. Half the crowd would run out and give him a push, and then. One time at the starting line, he keep jumping, jumping the flag. So started put, started pointing him in the other direction, and dropped the flag. And that my dad was first in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so he went out and ran. Stuff. So the, what's happening this weekend? Friday night. Uh, I was, uh, I was, I was talking to you and Wade, and I guess uh, there's a bunch of racing going on between Lodi and the Sacramento Mile. No, Correct. Well, it's, it's, it's the, Leadership the party before. It. It's Friday night. Everybody gets to race Lodi, and Lodi is in on putting the mile on, which happens to go this weekend. It's a double Saturday header. Saturday Sunday. The mile, one Saturday and one Sunday. Okay, so um, you boys are going to be running it. No. No. It's, this is it's a pro event. They didn't have an event last year. They gotcha. They have a pro double header Saturday and Sunday. And there's no amateurs involved. And this is going to be in Sacramento. Yeah. And yeah. it's going to be the Sacramento Mile Saturday right. and Sunday. Yeah. 
Yeah, boy, that sounds like a whole lot of fun, actually. Did you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, he wrote, he won it seven times in a row. Well, uh, Wade actually <laughs> has a reputation here of uh, yeah. having his DTR well, one, which is quite quite me, a machine. <laughs> he would tell me about the bike. He says, "Oh, it's stock. You don't, it's got so much. You don't, you don't need to jack up the engine. It's just got so much fun." Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's legendary. It really is. Uh, Obviously. <laughs> so, as far as Lodi goes. Uh, they, they, you will probably see some very cool names out there pre-running before the uh, yeah. a lot of, a lot of old, uh, old on oh, Jesus. Everybody, we're um, all old. Sorry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it comes all the way to geez, the old days. Um, yeah, probably some of the, some from I don't know from the Bay City Motorcycle Club way back in the fifties. Okay, right on. all the way up. Um, yeah. Uh, are you, are you both going people. to Lodi as well? He, yeah, he's planning on it. I'm, I'm going to. I got to kind of, but. Uh, I yeah, it sounds tomorrow, great. But it's it's a night event, which is really nice. Yeah. But it takes an hour and a half to get there without traffic. Gotcha. All right. So and we'll tomorrow's take... Friday with loads of traffic, everyone going out. Why don't we just take my helicopter, make it easy? Oh well, yeah, you got right, one. We'll, we'll do that. Oh, that'd yeah. be cool. Just have a little yeah. ramp for both of our bikes to just drop us off. <laughs> oh, we just like a. That'd great. be we'll put like, them in a crate. Just going over the traffic. Lift yeah, it over there. Take that, man. Yeah, we be cool. That. All right. So that's yeah, great. So, uh, <laughs> Lodi tomorrow night and the Sacramento uh, on mile. Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. That'll be great. So, uh, uh, motorcyclists out there, racers out there, whatever. Uh, sounds like a lot of fun. Like I said, uh, AFM's going to be going on. But uh, anyone else, boy, uh, sounds like a great, great time. Uh, if I don't go racing, that kind of like might make me smile since I'm not racing. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Anyhow, uh, let's see. From here, let me go over, like I said, we're going to kind of end the show early because i got to figure out if I'm actually going to be racing this weekend or not. So i got to go meet uh, folks about that. Um, AFM, I love you. Thank you for putting me up, uh, putting up with me last time. It was a very difficult uh, weekend. Uh, Chad uh, and I uh, spent a lot of time to get there. Who would have thunk in 110 degrees that you can actually pass out from his street stroke? How much? <laughs> 110 degrees. Oh, yeah, it's easy. Yeah, well, I, easy. I, I learned that lesson. Uh, Did you? Well, the hard you, way. The hard way. Uh, oh, no. You're yeah, a foghead, aren't you? It's like, boy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, oh. we didn't know. I mean, it was just like we just thought it was out of San Francisco. Everything's right. hot, right? right and right. we were sitting across from the boys. We finally got our tent up. Uh, I was thinking uh, my 99R1, uh, which uh, had an altercation with a car, turned into a rather wonderful race bike. I made a small mistake, uh, teething problems, literally. But that's okay. Uh, we live to race another day. And uh, I literally spent everything I had to get out there, and I could. It was the chain, but a stock chain. You put a stock chain on a stock right. bike. Right. The slicks rub against the swing arm. Right. That's why I never wrote the amount of chain links. Uh. All my notes, I look back ten years, never said buy a 120 link chain and cut it. Right. So I ended up right. uh, after going out twice in the bike trying to kill me and I'm thinking like I must be retarded and I don't know how to ride a bike anymore. I, I haven't worn off the course at one point going down, uh, going over the turn 10, but uh, over the hill. Anyways, uh, ended up, yeah, the, uh, you couldn't tell, but once you were on the track, the tire expanded enough to run against the swing arm and everything else, just the faster you went, the crazier the bike got. <laughs> so yeah uh that was an interesting time but uh you know it was interesting because i was sitting across from tom montano and all the fast boys i could imagine you know and here we are just like god damn it and it was 
so so hot you know by the time we figured out it's like we're going I, I spent every single dollar i had you know so i couldn't buy another chain so it's like all right we load up the truck and it was so hot it per, it, it melted the soles off my van shoes you know whatever the, the glue is on there it like they literally uh, flapped off and it was just like wow. rer yeah so anyways on the way home i was like chad drive and you know i'm, I'm just kind of like really tired and we get out to, it's like uh, take a leak and get, get some water and Got out of the truck, gas station, plop. You know, I took two steps, and he said I just went right down. Then I started convulsing or something. So anyhow, came over. It's like, next thing I know, I'm looking up, and it's just, hey, man. And he's like, do you okay? And some ladies came over and got in the shade, got some water. And, you know, it's like, uh, I guess you should not pour ice-cold water over yourself when you just had a heat stroke. Because I yelled, because I was, you know, you should pour warm water, just so you guys know. Anyways, long story short, uh, we got out of there and uh, ended our weekend well. You know, we all got home in one piece. But uh, interestingly enough, I was reading uh, Dave Moss, awesome man, uh, mentioned uh, later, uh, I saw in his Facebook thingy, you should probably have at least a couple of gallons of water. Start drinking a shit ton of water before you ever go out on the racetrack on the hot weekends. You know, it's been so long I've been running, you know, it's just like, ah, never thought about it. Yeah, you know, that type of thing. So, uh, Dave Moss, thanks for that. Uh, and uh, we'll be taking better care of ourselves next time we go out. Uh, and uh, expect it next time and really, really, you know, uh, be prepared. Because that was uh, 110 degrees. is like hot, man. <laughs> I think, Wade, you had an issue like that once somewhere. Like, uh, didn't you have a hot thing in Daytona or something? Hot out there? <clears throat> Yeah, after the race, I was putting everything away. I was happy hunky-dory, and my my buddy came around the corner. He was sweating bullets. He looking like I should have looked. And I go, whoa, take a break. You got to relax. Yeah. And I was changing my clothes, and I, yeah. And I had a relapse. I had a, a muscle in my stomach that just went, whoa. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So how are you going to... Put that away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. So I uh, had to go, just relax. Just relax. Go in the, in the truck, sit there, really relax. And yeah, I'm, I'm fucking relaxing. <laughs> just, yeah, gotta chill. You are. So anyways, uh, that was my AFM story. And uh, sorry for you guys yelling at me again. And I'll try and go faster next time. Uh, that being said, um, let's see. I think I went over all the AFM stuff. Uh, oh, talking about fun track days. Augie sent me uh, fun track days. Uh, what we got left over here, uh, August and the Tyler Papa Clutch uh, run the fun track days. They're instructors out there. So what we have left here is uh, September 20th. They're going to be at Thunder Hill, three mile east. Uh, so that's really, really nice to get out there before the October races. And October 18th, they're going to be at Thunder Hill, three mile east as well. So uh, that'll be nice again. Uh, should be a better weather out there. And uh, the last, uh, I guess, fun track days of the year with August and Tyler are over in November 15th and 16th, a couple of days in a row, uh, over at the Three Mile East, I believe, at the Thunder Hill. Yeah, I didn't write that down, but it must be Thunder Hill. Yar. So uh, fun track days, uh, always fun to get out there, and those boys uh, are always, uh, you know, nice to see on the Facebook, uh, looking like uh, they're having a great time. Yar. Okay, so uh, as far as the San, uh, San Pedro Martina Hill Climb, uh, I'm getting a little... Uh, ahead of myself here okay the san pedro martin hill climb let's get some notes going out there uh as far as uh, accommodations there are still a couple of rooms available 
uh, at Rancho Meeling, uh, R-A-N-C-H-O-M-E-L-I-N-G, or www.ranchomeeling.com. And he says the rooms are going to be about 85, 90 a night. Um, I would get that myself, actually. And it'll be a small miracle if I make it out there, but I ain't quitting yet. So that's, that's all I got to say about that. So uh, anyhow, so uh, there are still a few rooms. If you, uh, a lot of folks actually, you know, I have a little Toyota pickup truck and a little truck, you know, and uh, maybe a, a tent. Uh, a lot of folks are actually set up where they have their full rigs. They have their camper. They have, they have everything set up. And I believe a lot of folks are going to be going that route, uh, especially if you go in another country, that stuff. Um, so that being said, you know, uh, camping is uh, $15 per head per night over at the San Pedro Monte Hill Climb. Uh, no reservations are needed. There's plenty of space. Uh, camping includes restrooms, showers, and the use of the pool. Yar. So uh, be wary on all of those. Just kind of remember, no Montezuma's Revenge. Okay? So take care of yourselves and also uh, take some Timoral with you. So that's all I got to say about that. Uh, there's a restaurant with homestyle cooking. Again, that's what I would do myself if I was uh, going to my pickup truck and my bike only and my little toolkit. Because, uh, you know, uh, he says it's awesome uh, as far as the food. Uh, Pedro says it's spendy at $15 for breakfast and $20 for lunch and dinner. But that would mean me not carrying something from California all the way to there and having no way to deal with it anyhow. So if you're a privateer and don't have much, there are rooms available that you can rent at uh, Rancho Meiling, uh, www.ranchomeling.com. And uh, they're about 85 90 uh, If you're camping, like I said, 15 bucks a head. Uh, as, uh, as far as restaurant, like, uh, homestyle cooking, got food from $20 to uh, $15 for breakfast. Yar. Uh, let's see here. What else did I write in here? Uh, uh, a joke that I thought was funny that's not funny now. All right, so for the Baja International Tourist Cup, uh, that's going to be on October 29th and 30th. Oh, the San Pedro Monte Hill Climb is going to be on October 27th and 28th, I believe. Uh, Pedro, let me know as far as uh, yeah, the, the dates around it. That's the San Pedro Monte Hill Climb. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, and there's going to be logistical issues. At one point, they were going to have the uh, Baja International Tourist Cup right after it, but there's no logistical way to get from the hill climb to the Tourist Cup, uh, uh, you know, in one in one day. So they ended up having, I believe, a couple of days in between, uh, something like that. I'll, I'll get a little bit more detail with Pedro uh, that way, you know, because some people uh, may be coming in from, you know, Europe and such. So if they're here, might as well run both races. Yeah. So the idea was to be able to have, you know, uh, to be able to do that if you're coming that far, and then in between have a little bit of a break, so to speak. So that that, that I believe that I, I need to get the dates down with you, Pedro. Like I said, I haven't uh, downloaded the last, uh, the latest information. So I'll be doing that yeah. this week. Yeah, we want to so, hear that one too. Yeah. Uh, so as far as the Baja International Tourist Cup, I think it's 10 uh, October 29th to the 31st. Um, Accommodations. Uh, Pedro says Tocati is a small town with various lodging options, including Airbnb. Uh, the circuit is 20 miles from Tocati. Okay. Uh, as far as camping goes for the Baja International Tourist Cup, he says camping at the temp track is rough with no shower or services, and you got a porta potty. So yar yar. So it, the, the the accommodations are you know quite different from the uh, the hill climb. You got a party party. Uh, you got? Yeah, and you know it's like I said. I mean, it, it, like I said, uh, this is the first time I'm getting through all this. Hopefully, uh, I'll get some more information. And you guys have any questions? And Pedro will uh, uh, 
get us a little more detailed. Uh, Pedro, I have a little question mark here that says, Pedro, can folks stay in California and drive in, or is it too risky time-wise to miss the race? Like, I mean, uh, can you stay over in California? Because, I mean, apparently it's it's not far from the border, like uh, 20 miles or something like that. There's, there's no real town in America on our side of the border. San Diego's too far. Yeah, yeah, okay. There's nothing there. Gotcha. So um, my question also is, because I, I see on Facebook a lot of the uh, Baja boys, you know, the, uh, the the other racers, the, the you know, the desert boys. So it, it seems to me that they kind of congregate on the other side of the border and all go together. So I'm going to do a little research and see if, like, there's, a, you know, motels or something. That, yeah. the, where, where are they going to congregate before... They go across. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll look into that a little bit more. And, Pedro, yeah, let's uh, let's get a little bit more detail yeah, he, on that for the folks. They were going to meet somewhere, and then he was going to uh, parade us all in, whatever. Yeah, but as far as, I mean, it's going to be a few days being there. Accommodations are, are kind of a question. Yeah, yeah so we'll, we'll, we'll get all that sorted out and go from there. Okay, so anyways, uh, folks, i got to get out of here and figure out if I'm going to be racing this weekend. Uh, I have my fingers crossed. Um, so, uh, thank you for being uh, listening. Uh, Meet Any Radio here and uh, Racers Alley, Heart on the Mission. Wade Boyd and uh, Danny Lynn, man, awesome. to You guys just totally surprised the hell out of me, but you made the show so much uh, quicker and easier Thanks. since I didn't have to stutter and figure out what the hell I was going to oh, talk it's about. Like, it's just like good to be <laughs> so, home, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, we got some great information as far as the races this weekend. Uh, Lodi and the Sacramento Mile. So yeah. that's that's go happening. Go the mile, go the mile, the mile, the mile. The mile. It's been a big event for, for years. I mean, back in the 70s, it was spectacular. And it's always like Mark Belsford or, or Mert Lowell with the Harleys always out there, like number the one. You know, that was the biggest thing. I mean, you had the PSAs and you had the Triumphs and you had the Nortons. And, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't like it is now with, with Wade using like the four cylinder and has five, five modes. <laughs> you know, you know it, it's totally different now. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it really is a, a sight to see, yeah, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, like, technology is sound a leap there's, right there's, there. Uh, I think uh, Zika, Zika is the one who uh, welded the pipe on that and, and the sound of that bike, you know, going down. You know, right? It's great. It really yeah. is. Even, the, even the, the little lady that handed out the trophy said, I love the sound of that bike. <laughs> wah. Yeah, it really right good, it is. Right the little guy complained, wah, 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 that bike shouldn't be here, wah. I'm just, I'm just, I, I'm, I told, I tried talking to him, tell him I'm going to build a Honda 750. I got the bike. I got the Rick Hawking Honda 750. Wah, wah, it shouldn't be here, wah, wah. <laughs> Do your fucking history. Rick was out here with a Honda 750. He he didn't make it work. He didn't get first because nothing counts until you get first. <laughs> right, right, well, right, right. right. Yeah, got to finish as well. All right, so uh, fellas, uh, thank you for being here. We'll be here next week. Uh, Wade, I guess we'll get the rec wrecking crew back in. Uh, Milk Crate will be here, and uh, uh, which, uh, maybe Eric or whatever guest we, we can uh, we can uh, get in here and uh, start talking about the uh, races over here in Baja as well as uh, what just happened this weekend and give us a detailed uh, you know account of how great this weekend was. Yeah, we are. All right, all <laughs> all right, right. guys. Uh, thank you again for being here, listening to Racer's Alley. Hey, uh, okay. I got to get out of here and uh, see what the hell I'm going to do about this weekend. And uh, 
you are. So next weekend, uh, next week, you'll be able to call in at 415-550-0511. And uh, hopefully, uh, if you have any questions regarding the races over at the San Pedro Martin Hill Climb or the Baja International Tourist Cup, uh, let me know. You can get me, uh, Alex, uh, on Facebook and uh, ALX. And uh, uh, I think I have a Racers Alley thing out there. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Cheers, guys. Yar, yar. Let me see if I can figure out how to get some music on. All right. I just pushed three buttons. Let's see if they work. Cheers, guys.
Getting every second of that well-intentioned feedback. This is The Morning Train on MutinyRadio.fm in San Francisco. I'm J.D. Buell. Proud and happy to be here. Thank you for joining me for today's program. We started with the monkeys. I was saying that uh, Davy Jones in the U.K. had been leading a number of pop bands and rock bands and then the other Davy Jones came to America and became quite the star Davy Jones himself the the monkey had already been a child star in England and came here became Davy Jones of the monkeys and doggone it David Jones had to change his name once again and that's how we got David Bowie we heard sometime in the morning not Davy that was Mickey singing my fav- one of my favorite songs from the monkeys we heard all apologies, Nirvana, live acoustic in New York. Love the cello on that one. Dion gave us Believe What You Say from his 2008 album Heroes. After that, uh, after that was Jason Isbell, his 2015 album, uh, Something More Than Free. If it takes a lifetime, good songwriting, great songwriting going on there. Again, with the yeah, yeah, yeahs, great songwriting. Mysteries, which I refer to as no mysteries. Certainly my theme song these days. When one gets terminally ill, one loses all patience with mysteries. (laughs) You know, just give it to me straight. Um, And then this wheels on fire by the birds uh from what i've read nobody was happy with the version of this wheels on fire written by bob dylan that came out on album i think it was on dr birds and mr hyde that is the alternate take of which clarence white was very proud the birds and this wheels on fire um Thankfully, there are no wheels on fire at the moment here in the Mutiny Radio studio. I can't say that is always the case, but here is the woman that puts out all wheels on fire here at Mutiny, here at Mutiny Radio. Uh, Pam Benjamin is with me, and she's just the world's greatest sweetheart, and y- and you gotta love her, and You're she makes it she makes it possible for me to come here and do what I do each week. But she's got a big event coming up that she wants you to know about. Please. Well, first I want to say I so appreciate uh, JD Buell that you play the entire song <laughs> that you left the feedback in on the rest. You didn't fade it out. You didn't. You didn't talk over it. You said, this is the song, this is the music, and that's what we're here for. And I really appreciate that. Um, Yeah, so here at the station, March 2nd through 6th, we're having the very first annual. And gosh, I hope it continues to be an annual thing. We'll see. We'll see if I can uh, survive it. But it's the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 2nd through 6th, 2016. Uh, It's 43 days away, which is a not enough time. <laughs> Which is, no. I wish wow. that it was four months away. I wish it was. Well, at one time it was it, four months away. It was. And exactly. now we really need you to uh, get on board and attend this singular event. Yeah, well, it's 25 shows in five days that are all here at the station. 
and uh, we have 24 visiting comedians coming from uh, national and international comedians. We have a comedian from Germany, excited that she's coming. Uh, we have comedians as far flung as New York, Illinois, Georgia, um, Texas, Utah, obviously Washington, Oregon, very popular comedy states. But we're all over the map, South Carolina, Florida. Um, yeah, so all of these comedians, Massachusetts. Um, and we're putting up all these comedians in five-star hotels no, around the San Francisco area. So. No, they're actually, I only need housing for four comedians. I told all the comedians that if they couldn't afford to stay here, that I would find them a place oh, to stay. Gosh. So I, I'm housing one of them, obviously, um, and I still need housing for three more. So. Wow. Hey, you live in San Francisco and you want to house a comedian? They're funny, weird people. <laughs> I'm going to give all the comedians that are visiting, that are staying with people, a little sheet that's like, be cool. Yeah, yeah. Do the dishes. Do the dishes. Clean up after yourself. Your people should never have to do a dish. They you shouldn't leave poo on the seat. You know, stuff like that. Like That's clean right. up your clean up your pee-pee drops, boys. Volunteer uh, to walk the dog. Right. Sure, walk the dog. Get to know San Francisco. Take the dog out. But um yeah, so twenty four visiting comedians, three of which need housing. All the tickets are available on universe.com. And people keep saying well, why didn't you use Eventbrite? And it's because Universe.com waived all of our fees because we're a nonprofit. So they were like, hey, oh, hey, we love them. Yeah, so they were great. Um, They're very helpful. And all the tickets are available there. You just put Mutiny Radio into the search bar under San Francisco, and it's all right there. You can also go to Facebook and uh, join the event. It's sitting around there, March 2nd through 6th. It's the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2016. And we have 20 local hosts, which are going to be amazing uh, for these 25 shows with really weird topics. Um, we have, like, the usual stuff, the clean show and the dirty show. And there's, of <laughs> course, an all-ladies comedy night. Uh, and But we have other weird things like storytelling, my favorite drug. There's the super... Uh, sober set versus super stoned where the comedian is going to first do a set and then they're going to go outside in the window and they're going to smoke bowls like so many bowls like two bowls they're going to take two bowls to the dome of like just crazy I'm going to get some train wreck or something crazy right make them smoke like a specifically their joint you know and they have to sit by the window and kind of smoke it and then they no have to cheating no sharing no, no sharing everyone gets their own joint and then they're going to come back in and do another set either the same set or a different set, or just, it's going to be fun to see what they're like when they're wicked. It's wicked. a science project. It's a science, it's a comedy science project. Uh, we also have one-liner comedians, crowd work only, which is no material. It's all just going to be, hey, here's you guys, here I am. Um, there's the crazy cat people, which is just all animal material. So cats, 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 dogs, mm. rats, fish, whatever people are into. Uh, full band backing, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the Hell Hat show is when the audience... They write, and when at the door, they get little three-by-five cards, and they have to write something on it. And the comedian is going to pick three of these cards out at the beginning of their set, and they have to somehow work these cards into their set. And I say seamlessly, but, I mean, who who knows how that's going to work. Um, who are you voting for? Political comedy. I hate my family, too. <laughs> that's another show. On Sunday, there's The Roast of Jesus, which I think is going to be really funny. It's all um, Jesus material and religious humor. Uh, and then uh, karaoke song and set. Those are just some of the different themes, just to try to make this really fun. Wow. Right. Yeah, so each show is only an hour long, and it will feature um, three out-of-town comedians and an in-town host, so that in that 50 minutes of comedy, everyone gets at least like a 12-minute set. Because you, the thing about, I've been at festivals before, and I've, I've been at a lot of comedy shows. I've done a lot of comedy in the past four and a half years, but 
the thing that's a bummer is you'll get booked for a show and this happened to me when I was at a festival in Seattle it was a great festival but the most I ever got was seven minutes and it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to get going with an audience unless you have 10 minutes. At least, yeah. At least. Um, so I didn't want to have like one of these festivals where I'm like, okay, everyone gets three shows and y'all get five minutes because people mm-hmm. are two people coming from New York. So I'm not going to – I want to give at least every comic 30 minutes minimum of stage time. And there's more than that too because for the best, the best people, I'll be um, at the closing show, the best of the fest. It's going to be a two-hour show, and I'm going to personally choose mm-hmm. my favorite people from the festival – um, so that's going to be great. So some people are going to have four shows. And then we even have we have three off-site um, events that are going to be really fun. We're sponsored by Asiento, which is half a block from us here at the station on 21st and Bryant. That's where they are. And uh, every night of the week, if you go there after the festival or say you were part of the festival, they're going to have happy hour prices for everybody. But on that mm. first Wednesday, they're throwing us a party, yay. which is going to be really fun. So if you volunteer, you hang out. It's free food, free drinks, yay. Um, but all week, happy hour pricing. Thank you, Asiento. On Thursday at SF Eagle, which is a great, great gay bar. I have been there. I love that place. My, I, my friend Terry Morris took me to Eagle not long ago. The best back patio in the universe. Well, I did not venture to the back <gasps> patio. I was, I was, stand, I was standing at the, at the bar watching uh, the grannies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's, there, and they have videos of cocks everywhere. It's a lot of fun at the <laughs> SF Eagle. I always have a good time. They have a great open mic on Wednesdays that I go to. Uh, and so they agreed to be a festival sponsor. And on that Wednesday, they're going to have, or on that Thursday, not only are they having a big party for us and they're waiving the door charge, which is great, uh, they're also going to have happy hour prices for all of our people and our comedians will drink for free. Yay. Yay. And then we're going to have a um, special comedy show there at midnight that they're doing for us. And Colin Holtz will be hosting and he's another host from the from the festival. So it's going to be really great. So it's a free show that people can attend and it's gonna we're going to have all those out-of-town comics so you get a chance to see them. And then on Saturday... 3-5 from 2 to 4 in the afternoon at Brainwash, which is a very popular comedian spot. Uh, we're going to give these out-of-town comedians the Brainwash experience with a Tony Sparks show. So that show's also going to be free from 2 to 4. And PBR is one of our sponsors, and mm. they work with Brainwash, so we're going to have free beer for everybody. Woo. For everybody in the audience. Everyone. Yeah. Comics from out of town, comics from in town, everybody should be at this show. And then do the comics have to repeat their set after drinking all that free beer? They can do whatever oh, they want. Oh, oh. Maybe, they're, maybe That's they'll a different take a nap. Thing. That's okay. a different thing. Let's see oh. if they'll take a nap before um, <laughs> before the show that night. Um, because, again, that's from 2 to 4 in the afternoon, and then we have shows here at the station okay. uh, Wednesday through Sunday from uh, 5 to 11. Except on Sunday, it's from 4 to 10. So... Um, because we're gonna we're having a live podcasting thing from four to six, and then there's um, three shows. So that's that's the festival. Right. I mean, I'm, well, let's review. Let's let's be. review. What what are we talking about? Wednesday, March second, and Thursday, March third, and Friday, March fourth, Saturday, and Sunday, the fifth and sixth. Events every day. What else are the important things people need to remember? Well, uh, individual shows are $10 a piece, but I'm trying to push day passes. So if you get a day pass, it's only $35, so it's $15 savings. And when you go buy your tickets at universe.com, if you buy either a festival pass or any of the day passes, and you agree to tweet um, the ticket sales or Google Plus them, we're going to give you an extra 5% discount. So you can get 10% off of your ticket that's already discounted and have your whole day pass, because I'm trying to kind of push that so 
And if, if you really, really want to support the station and you just have tons of money and you're like, what do I do with all of my fabulous cash? I don't know what to do with it. You can buy um, a festival pass for $150. And then if you tweet twatted it or whatever, Google Plus it, it'd be 10% off of that. Oh. Um, but you, it would really be supporting the station and you would have access to all 25 shows and all of our extra um, parties and all that, and we would treat you like a VIP. We'd say, oh, wow. festival pass buyer, you. Wow. And, I mean, if you bought all the tickets individually, it would be $250. So we're still giving you, like, a, a super cut. Um, so yeah. it sounds like when I show up on Wednesday morning, March 2nd, there's going to be comedians sleeping all around here in the studio and waking up and rolling around in sleeping bags and stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm used to all kinds of things when I walk in here right. on a Wednesday morning, but that might be a bit much even yeah, for me. I'm definitely not going to have stepping any over them. Okay. sleeping here, uh, right. but hopefully some people will. I mean, there's, there's 20 in-town comedians that are all like festival hosts, so I'm hoping some of those people will step up and yeah. house some comedians. Well, we need a lot of people to step up. Every station has its, its aspirations and its difficulties, and those of you who believe in and support Mutiny Radio as a San Francisco arts culture community uh we would need you to come through for us on the comedy festival and come join everybody and i'm even gonna have to come over here in the evening and hang around and and do my you know i'm, I'm working on my own comedy material are you so, really? yes 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 i'm I, i'm working up my list of the 10 things i won't miss <sighs> when when i die later later this year or next year is I mean, that I'm what working they're on. telling you they're really saying they're like they're like End of this year. That's all you got. Oh uh, yeah, I, yeah. You I've got you know. I've got a. I've got a short while. So I've got. A, I'm working on this list the, yeah. of what I won't miss about this world. Okay. Let's hope I have no consciousness to miss anything. But what? if I do, should I find myself after death stuck with consciousness? Right. There are going to be ten things I'm not going to miss. And the number ten, which I experience every morning when I drive here on Wednesday to yeah. do my show. Lane splitting <gasps> motorcyclists. Okay, Absolutely. I'm sorry. Lane splitting motorcyclists. I will not miss you when I am when I'm on the other side and I'm on that other shore. No more. It's I don't like have to deal with that. They have a death wish. They do. And they, you don't. <laughs> they they uh, they've got a they've got a bead on my 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 side view mirror. That's what they've got. Yeah. I don't know how you can do that. Even if even if I were a motorcyclist, I would drive politely behind the car in front of me on the left so I can be seen in two mirrors, Absolutely. and I would simply make my way across the bridge like everyone in an automobile. Right. But no. That's not their... So that's number 10. That's work, number 10. I'm one working of, my way up. One of my friends is a motorcyclist, and she, her front wheel exploded <laughs> on the Bay Bridge, and she was so scared, and she said, thank God she was on the side of the, the Oakland side where there's a shoulder. Because yeah. once you get past... Once you get past the Treasure Island, mm -hmm. if anything happens, you're mm -hmm. just sitting on the freeway yeah. <laughs> with, yeah. a, with a broken bike. I know. It's so dangerous. We all have our, our Bay Bridge stories. In fact, one of these one of these festivals will have to have a Bay Bridge story night. That's actually a really good idea. Okay. You'll we to, all have one. You have to talk to Chuck Weiss. I read his he's a show on Saturday, Saturday nights really late, and he was abducted by aliens. <laughs> and they took well, they took him on the Bay Bridge, oh and my. they put him back in a different place than when they took him. Oh, my. So, like, he remembers being on the Bay Bridge, and then all of a sudden... He was put back in a different time zone, and he talks about the Bay Bridge. It's 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 an unbelievable story. It's well, amazing. We, we all have one. I have mine. I will gladly share it on Bay Bridge Story Night. But that's <laughs> but that's for another festival. That's for next year's festival. Yes. This year's festival comes in March, and please think of ways that you can support us. Find us online. Uh, there is an event 
going around Facebook, right? There's an yes. official event being shared and spread around. So if it shows up on your screen, push interested or push attending or push like or do something yeah, to show nice. that you saw us and you're going to come down here and take advantage of all that free beer or whatever it was. Yeah, right thank now. you so much for the time, JD. Oh, I yeah. really appreciate oh, it. Yeah. And I love the music that you play. It, it makes me working here, it makes it a lot easier for me to either clean or get things done. Uh, and I really, I love the whole, that you're all over the map. When you played the, the um, Nirvana song, I'm like, all right, from David Bowie to Nirvana with the little history lesson about the Davy Jones thing. I didn't know about that, so now I feel I feel like an enriched and more intelligent person. Well, I'm always thankful to be here. It's a it's a treat for me and a very special thing for me. So I thank you. Yeah. I thank you, the listeners. Please do what you can to carve out some time and come spend uh, an evening with us at the Comedy Festival, and we'll see you there. Pam, thank you so much. Last, year, last week, before all my favorite rock stars started dying, um, there, we were going to celebrate the birthday of a star who already is dead long ago, Howlin' Wolf. His birthday is the 8th of January, and he was born in 1910. My gosh. And so finally, getting around to some Howlin' Wolf.
version of Backdoor Man and Smokestack Lightning. Both of those came from a 2LP set, The Best of Chess Blues, and I'm very happy to provide you with some Howlin' Wolf today. Another situation that's been on my mind is Flint, Michigan, with its 99,000 population being declared by the Michigan state governor an impoverished area already, and it now has a drinking water crisis, and FEMA has been sent in since there was an emergency declaration. The corrosive water from the Flint River leached lead from the old pipes. They had switched their water from Detroit to Lake Flint while new pipes were being built to Lake Huron. So Flint, Michigan, in the news for the worst possible reason. And it touches me because when I was a 13-year-old boy, Flint, Michigan was the rock and roll capital of the world because that's where Grand Funk was from.
Funk Railroad from Flint, Michigan, and their version of the Rolling Stones' Gimme Shelter, which was a single in the uh, very early 70s. Grand Funk Railroad, once they broke up, three of the four members continued recording and performing under the name Flint for a short while. Well, we're going to move to some music now from far more recent releases starting with New Order. Your day, what? Now? 